Alrighty, welcome back everyone. It's it's been a while, but we've had our hibernation and now we're we're stretching our old podcasting limbs and we're back for a brand new season of what's the show called? Uh Kingdom Hearts by Heart. That so, sounds right. <laughs> uh, it's been a it's been a long time coming, but yeah, got a whole new batch of episodes on the horizon, and we're gonna get up to all sorts of shenanigans uh, with um, <laughs> yeah, an exciting new chapter in the form of one birth by sleep. How about that? Oh my goodness, so <laughs> so so much to talk about with this one. <laughs> but the important thing is, we're back. It's. I hope you like. Yay, I hope you like callbacks because the thing that you like, it's here again, and it's oh, going to remind you of all the things you liked before, but it's slightly <laughs> different. So get used to it. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess that's more of a days thing, since it would literally impose scenes of Kingdom Hearts One uh, on the bottom screen. But Birth by Sleep. Has its fair amount of gallbacks and references. And, uh, oh, to a, you, a thousand to, percent. To I think get this, it. Yeah, in in this literally initial like we so we just played through like the land of departure. So basically up until where the group splits up, and even then I counted like yeah. several callbacks oh, yes. already. Yes, some of them are like oh that's cute. Others are a little eye roll inducing, but we'll. We'll get into all of it, but for now, I'm your backwards keyblade, Kevin, joined by my hot samurai pants, Marshall. <laughs> God, and that's we, a me. We will be your co-captains uh, for this here departure from said land of departure. So, Birth by Sleep is a game. And it's a very special game. So, yes. Well, we'll get into more later of how this season's going to be structured. But, yeah, Birth by Sleep. Ain't no sore around here, folks. We got three brand spanking new protagonists. And they each have their own campaigns. Yay. So, (laughs) that's going to make this a little tricky as far as how we cover the whole game. But for now, in this episode... Uh, yeah, we're just doing the Lane of Departure, which is the uh, generic tutorial across all campaigns. And then from there, just the opening bits for each of the three um, Terra Aqua Ventus, uh, which are, you know, pretty similar and also pretty short. But yeah, this is just an intro episode to kind of, you know, get us caught up to speed because it's, it's been a while. We're, we're getting back on the bike. We've fallen down a few times. We've scraped a few knees, but it's okay because we got some some Kingdom Hearts themed band-aids to put over those wounds. So Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, birth by sleep. So uh let's see, I think I think in the past we've started just kinda very high level our history with each game. Um mm-hmm. and just kind of what we thought about it before it came out, when we first played it, what we thunk, and then 
kind of how we hold it up in regards since. So, mm-hmm. why don't you, uh, yeah, how, um, what's your storied history with uh, One Birth by Sleep, which came out 2010 <laughs> in the U.S., I want to say 2010? Yeah, because I think it came out late 09 in Japan. I'm going to f- fact check that right quick before we even start. I think it was September um, yeah. 2010 uh, in the U.S. Okay. Yes, it was. And it came out January. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yes. Right on the okay. line there. So, yeah. yeah. So, sa- same year, a few months apart. Very traditional of, I would say, JRPGs of yep. the, like, 2000s and 2010s. So, um, this is this is kind of similar to... I know you, until we played Days, you hadn't played Days. I don't think you've played Recoded either. This is my, right. like, I didn't play this game until years after it came mm. out. Insert meme of Kingdom Hearts games on different consoles. Yeah. So I, I I never owned a PSP. That's the long and short of it. So I knew of yeah. BBS, like, w- watching those 720p cutscene compilations in high school, mm. basically. But mm-hmm. until 2.5 came out, that was my extent of bbs knowledge and then i so i want to say 2016 2017 i finally dived into i really i really liked it i'm not sure what i missed by not playing it on the psp uh, um, so that's i would say nothing something. but maybe that's a hot take <laughs> I, ca- I, ca- I kind of figured i did realize doing research for bbs that and i'm not sure if this exists in remix but there was a multiplayer element with the mirage arena like you could yes square up yeah, which I thought, I think in concept, I mean, we talked about this when we talked about days, like the multiplayer aspect mm-hmm. of being a handheld console was really, really cool. So that's probably the only thing I think I missed entirely. But yeah, I replayed days sometime in the past, like six, seven years or pl- sorry, played BBS for the first time okay. in the past, like half decade. I, I played most of it. I will admit that I never, I beat all the campaigns, and but I didn't go back to do secret bosses, <gasps> nor the final episode that unlocks once you play all the storylines. Oh my so goodness! I know at that point I knew it all. I knew what was happening, so mm. uh, I just completely forgot. And also, it was you know, it was why am I plugging my PS3? Oh God! Oh why? Today we can finally write that wrong. Let's see where do I begin? So we probably talked about this during days, but. For you youngins on the call, the year was 20, or not not even 20. I mean, I guess 20, but 2007, probably, maybe 2008. But Kingdom Hearts Mm. 2 had come out, Final Mix had come out by this point, and we didn't know what was next for Kingdom Hearts, but then we got the triple threat announcement of uh, your coded, your days, and then the titular Birth by Sleep. But it was pretty yep. much just the titles and then, like, very brief descriptions, but, like, nothing else. But yep. going off of those three, Birth by Sleep was the most interesting to me because we knew it was about brand new characters. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it was confirmed to be, you know, a prequel set in the past. And also, like, it was just pretty obvious that, you know, this is the game that Kingdom Hearts 2 Secret Ending was teasing so, days, like, eh, a Roxas side story, I don't really care. Uh, and as mm. you can see from my entire feelings of last season, that attitude never really changed. <laughs> uh, and then Coded, a stupid cell phone game in Japan, no thanks. But this was the real meat, baby. So, 
Yep, it was confirmed a PSP exclusive, so <laughs> yeah, I had to get a hold of one, and I like bought one from like a friend for like pretty cheap, I remember, but like I bought it like in like 2008 or 9 even, like before the game mm-hmm. was even a remote, you know, product that like I could actually get a hold of. Um, and yeah. in the time since, oh somehow I lost that PSP. Um, yeah, I, oof, that was a very dark time in my life. But yeah, Birth by Sleep, once we did start getting trailers, I was very chomping at the bit to, mm-hmm. yeah, just see what this game's about, because the trailers look pretty good. And yeah, by the time we got to... Because, you know, at first they were released, like, you know, kind of beta footage, and it was Japanese, but then when we got to the point where they were releasing the trailers in English, yep. I was like, okay, this 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 is real, this is happening, oh my gosh, who are all these characters? <laughs> What's this yeah, crazy which... new gameplay with, like, the deck styles, and ah. Um, and then, yeah, it came and went, I still had no PSP, but I remember, like, the week it came out, like, kind of... Mm-hmm. Brushing up on some cutscenes, the aforementioned 720p YouTube compilations. And then, I don't know, it just fizzled out where, like, I didn't really follow it anymore. And then, yeah, I just kind of, like, forgot about Kingdom Hearts altogether for a hot minute there. And then <laughs> it came out in Japan in 2010. And then. Yeah, start 2010. Yeah, and then I think after it came out in the US, or, like, close to when it came out. My timeline's all jumbled. It's, it's it's almost like I'm a Kingdom Hearts game. But I remember, like, looking up... Okay, here's what happened. I, like, somehow caught a glimpse of, like, spoilers from, you know, the Japanese version of, like, here's what is happening in this game. And it, like, got my curiosity. Yep. And I think from there, then I started, like, catching up on, like, the English trailers, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm reversing that. But in any case... I kind of, like, spoiled most of the game, very similar for Kingdom Hearts 2, before I ever played it, because I didn't have any way to play it, just like you, so I was like, well, might as well just see what the story is. Yeah, like, I I think I just pretty much saw everything, as far as, you know, like, plot critical stuff. But I still always want to play it, because the whole command deck system seemed really cool to me, and I really wanted to play as Ventus, because he's my baby boy, and... yeah. Yeah, I eventually bought a PSP, I think in 2013, or maybe, it, no, it was 2012, probably. It was my first year of collage, um, and yeah, I bought the game, played it, and I thought, okay, this is pretty neat, and then, yeah, obviously 2.5 came out, so then that was my main mode of playing it since then, but yeah, all that to say, it was a game... Um, that I was very excited about, but then just kind of didn't play. But then when I did play, I liked it. But since then, <laughs> it's only gone down in my estimation. Mm, so interesting. Yeah, so I can see it going either way this season. Of like, what are my overall thoughts between positive mm. or negative? So yeah, I'm oh, yeah. I'm excited to revisit it. Is the the TLDR because yeah, it's been a very Interesting ride with this particular entry. So De- definitely, yeah. Birth by sleep. What are you gonna do? So yeah, we will be playing the two point five or 
1.5 plus 2.5 version um, on PS4. So it's the final mix version, technically. Not technically, it is. Um, So there's, (laughs) you know, some differences, but not nearly as dramatic as, you know, 1 and 2. Yeah, it's it's pretty muted from what I understand. Once once I played it on on originally on two point five edition. Yeah. Um I think it has the traditional enemy recoloring and maybe some small tunes and fixes besides that, but yeah. it's mostly it. Yeah, like there's the monstro fight, but like that's in the Mirage Arena and I've never done it and like the there's this the secret episode that's final mix, but like also that's Okay. Not particularly exciting, if you ask me, but we'll get to it when yeah. we get to it. Yeah, I don't even think there's any exclusive cutscenes, now that I think about it. Which is, like, the yeah, whole point of Final uh, going, Mix. Exactly. Going through the, the intro, I was like... I had, the, I had the realization we're kind of talking about now, where I'm like, I don't know what is potentially a Final Mix cutscene, if it exists, yeah. so... <laughs> yeah, I don't think there is any. And also, this is... To date, the last final mix we ever got, so that's interesting. It's almost yeah. like, why did they even bother? But, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, um, before we get to that story, let's get to this story. Um, so, I know you took some some noty-poos about the development of this game, so I am all ears. All I really know off the top of my head without doing any sort of research... On my end, uh-huh. aside from like what I remember of like the beta trailer, which is like way different than the final game, is that originally it yep. was aimed to be released on PS2, but then eventually got pushed to PSP. So yeah, that would have been a very different timeline, now wouldn't it have? Oh, oh, a thousand percent. That was one of the interesting things I found out when I was doing my doing my little deep dive. So no, that was uh, incredibly interesting, but. I mean, uh, for very for very obvious uh, reasons, kind of right off the head, is that this this is exactly it's the secret movie from from two. Here we here here we go. There's, yep. I guess if I think about it for more than a, two, a few seconds, I guess I mean the end of one, or I guess the secret movie from one sets up two. Same thing from two going into BBS. Out of uh, yep. I, I guess we'll we'll see in our grand retrospective, but BBS feels. Of, of, like, all of the non-numbered cage titles, this feels the most like a numbered Kingdom Hearts title. Yes. In my eyes. It, yes, it feels I like agree with that. It's not... It's new, it's not a rehash, it's even a prequel, so it's before ye old Sora times, so... Yes. I want to say a lot of love. Nomura considers it Kingdom Hearts Zero, but I might be taking that out of context. That, that... That that sounds like a Nomura bit. Yeah. But yeah, no, exactly. We see there's the there's the two secret endings from two. So there's the gathering, and then there's the literally one titled Birth by Sleep from Final mm-hmm. Mix, which it blends very much into the opening cinematic for BBS. But yeah. yep. It's it you kinda what you see is what you get. There's nothing really too hidden, and we'll you, we'll see all the nooks and crannies as we as we play through through BBS entirely. But yes, so this game, it was done by Square Enix Product Development Division 5, which the only thing I know about that team is I believe they helped on The World Ends With You, and they're the team that did uh, Recom for Mm. uh, Final Mix Plus, so. Okay. Nice to see them back at the helm. Yeah, I tried delving into 
what exactly is Square Enix Dev Division 5, but I'm not sure if the lingo has changed in the past few years. Like, I know there are sects of Square Enix, like, one does Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts now, one covers 14, like, they... I'm not sure if they've been restructured at all, but I, I, could, I couldn't get my, my, my grubby little mitts on anything specific. I know the Osaka team, which eventually took over Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm pretty sure they did Dream Drop Distance, and I I thought that they had done, you know, a few of the handhelds, so I don't know if mm. they became, or they started as this team, if there's any connection there or what, but, like, I know, like, the... The criticism, which I guess we'll have to address this as we play through the game, is, you know, the Osaka games are too floaty. Hmm. So, yeah, not sure if it's the same team or not, but I feel like it should okay. be, because the games do play pretty similarly. But, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can pull up anything specific on my phone. Yeah, the only thing I'm seeing is BBS, but okay. I imagine... It's it's kind of like a... Like, I know, like... Like, Nintendo EAD works on certain titles and doesn't, so... Yeah. It's just weird internal, and yeah. Yep. So, who truly knows? But I, the one claim to fame... I'm not gonna say, I wouldn't even say claim to fame, Oof. because Recom... I mean, Recom exists, so we can definitely say that much. But I thought that was the interesting thing, as you kind of alluded to. This was originally going to be a PS2 Sora game, oh. initially. Like, um, Dev Division 5, Once in Tomorrow was like... During the production of, I think, two Final Mix, they approached Nomura with, like, we would like to make a Kingdom Hearts game, please, sir! And so they they kind of got the, the go-ahead. But yeah, originally, it was going to be a PS2 game. Sora was the prototype prototype protagonist, so okay. not the definitive, this will be a Sora game, but here's a placeholder. If we change it, we change it. Right. Um, Yeah, that started in, I think this, this, this whole, like, project start was June 05. Um, and then everything they were working on, they had worked out the plot by that point, or by the time this next event happened, but they dropped everything to do Recom and get Recom out for Final Mix Plus in Japan, which was KH2 mm. Final Mix Plus Recom. So okay. they kind of had a loose plot, then dropped everything to work on this other game. When they came back, that's when it shifted to being... Okay. Okay. I mean, we, we knew it wasn't going to be um, Sora now, and then it shifted to, to be a PSP game. I think definitely influenced by Crisis Core. I forgot to write down Crisis Core's release date, but I think Crisis Core came out. That sounds about right. This time? Yeah, Crisis Core came out September 07. So mm. after Crisis Core, we're like, look what the PSP can do. Yeah. I, I can totally understand why this became a, a portable title kind of going forward. Yes. Um, and yeah, so the, the actual development started uh, right before Final Mix 2's release, or. Yeah, KH2 Final Mix. And yeah, the pot was completed. And yeah, and then as also as you alluded to, we got the official triple header announcement at Tokyo Game Show in 07, where they said, here's Days, here's Coded, and here's a Bartha Basalip. Nice. And then, yeah, three years. Had, yeah, it had like a. I guess it was like a five year dev time, actually. So there was a lot put into this particular one. Hmm. So, yeah. I, th- I think it really shows as well, and, you know, we'll discover that as we play the game. Yeah. It feels the most fleshed out of all the handheld titles, so... Yeah. I appreciate that much. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we should just dive on in! So, yep. 
Yeah, this episode we're just going to cover Lane of Departure, um, and then yeah, stick around for the end, and we're going to have a quick little email corner, because we got a couple of gummy messages uh, over the break, and I thought, <laughs> why not read those out for the good people? Um, so, yeah, uh, you start up the game. <laughs> uh, so I'm playing on standard, because I don't feel like dealing with all that, but... Oh, a real tonal, a tonal shift. I feel, have you done proud ever since we've started? Maybe aside from days? No, only, only on one and two. Calm was definitely just standard. Um, and same. Oh yeah, that that makes sense. Okay. I was only thinking of one and two. Yeah. Just the games that I, you know, I'm a veteran for, I would consider myself. Um, but yeah, from here on out, like even Kingdom Hearts 3, critical, no thanks. Um, so (laughs) yes, I, I am... Uh, I'm downgrading my gamer card to a gamer's permit. So, mm, interesting. <laughs> I've I've now taken your spot because I said, why not try proud mode? Kevin does this all the time. Oh God, you, well that's the thing. So I'm playing like, on proud mode now. <laughs> on the handheld games, it's just the enemies are just damage sponges. Ugh, I don't know. Maybe it's different for Brooklyn Sleep, but I remember Dream Drop Distance. So it was a nightmare. So okay. You'll have to let me know how it goes. Um, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, intro cutscene, which pretty standard Kingdom Hearts fair by now, um, where it just kind of summarizes what this game is going to be. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's interspliced with a lot of the um, uh, two secret, secret ending footage. footage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or I guess redone because it's it's better and nicer and fits into the whole yeah. opening cinematic. But yeah, I realized with this that I forgot that Days doesn't have an original opening. So yes, uh, e- yeah. even more of the exactly. lean into the BBS feels like a numbered KH title. Mm-hmm. Insert yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, it does reuse simple and clean, which eh, I have feelings about. But I guess it gets the job done. Yeah. I think all the non... I mean, one used it, and then two used Sanctuary, and then I think everything aside from... Th- no, I think... Uh, I think Triple D has a new one as well. Triple D just uses Hikari, which is, you know, okay. still Kingdom Hearts 1 throwback, but I guess it's fine. Um, yeah, and then I guess three, 3 changes up because he uses Face My Fears. Yeah. So, kind of a number title thing. Yeah, um, exactly. But, um, yeah, uh, not much to say here, except, yeah, we get a few callbacks, uh, where, uh, Mysterious Masked Boy does the whole hand-reaching thing to Ventus, then he runs to him, oh, it's just like Sora and Riku, like we saw in the last two CG movies. Um, (laughs) they sure love that shot. And then, yeah, um, or, Roxas. Ventus, well, I guess this is in the cutscene that's about to come, but he does the whole, you know, diving into the Awakening Station thing. Yep. Um So, yeah, lots of callbacks, but then we see little, um, you know, spurts of blue-haired girl and man uh, sparring <laughs> with their keyblades. So, oh, what's happening here? Um... Then there's a very brief Mickey tease, so, oh, look, he's in this game, too. Also indicated yes. by the menu screen. Um, 
Mm. But yeah, it just, yeah, kind of covers all the bases. Also, creepy old man shows up. So, yeah, not yep. too much to say. Again, just because the fact that it does use simple and clean and then reuses a lot of uh, the secret ending footage. Like, eh, it doesn't really stand out to me much. But, yeah, I do appreciate how it did get, you know, a full CG cutscene treatment. So, points for that. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, it is weird yeah. how... The one part where then it cuts to Ventus, like, running down the hall, and then, like, mm. all the, like, in-game engine cutscenes are, like, montaging along the walls and ceilings. Like, that's a little yep. distracting, seeing the two of them mixed. <laughs> I have to question that decision, but, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the one part I always remember, just because, again, it reuses a lot of the blocking from the secret movies is the part where like Terra's running down the hallway and then right. changes to then and then that just kind of sips out and then Aqua's just like I'm gonna outreach my hand and that means something mm-hmm. but yeah that that's always that's always the part that I just like I don't know my brain just like pays attention to it kind of snaps to yeah uh in like that exact same spot as well yeah because it shows cutscenes from this game <laughs> so it's like yeah, a sneak peek of what's to come. So. Spoilies, oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's the fact that it's, like, from the Disney world specifically, like, the Disney very rarely crosses over to, like, the intro and endings. And if it does, it's pretty much just Donald, Goofy, and Mickey. So, yeah, yeah it's a little jarring. But that's just me nitpicking needlessly. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, once we get to the cutscene proper, things really start heating up. So, yeah, what I didn't really spoil myself on was, yeah, like, just this whole intro and the way it starts is just kind of unique in that it's, like, from the villain's perspective, almost. Spoiler alert, the man in the dark cloak is the bad guy, yeah. Um, what? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I guess even before that we see young man on beach of destiny islands. This Island is too small or however he puts it. So who, who could that be? Yep. He says the exact same, this world, maybe, maybe this world. Yeah. But yeah. I can't remember. Um, and then cuts to same beach, but presumably much further in the future, uh, black coated man holding <laughs> his, uh, body pillow. Apparently, <laughs> So oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why they wrapped Ventus up in, like, a big sleeping bag. It's kind of silly looking, but whatever. He, um, he gotta be comfy. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a silly visual. But, yeah, he's got comatose boy, and... Yeah, again, just, like, going off of everything you've seen from, like, the trailers and everything, like... You wouldn't think the game would open with, I'm just going to say, Xehanort, that's his name, you know now. Yeah. Um, mm. One, Xehanort, period, but also two, Xehanort and an organization coat. Hmm? I thought this was supposed to be a prequel. Where did he get that from? And then, <laughs> yeah, like, basically, like, holding Ventus captive because he's, like, unconscious. And it's just like, yeah, like, what happened here? Like... Where, yeah, how did we get re- to this point? Like, intrigue. So, I always thought the intro was a little cool in that regard. Like, whoa, 
I feel like I missed a whole chapter here. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely, uh, we'll come back to this later. It feels like there's some, some story bitties. I mean, and I think, because we know the story of BBS, intentionally left open so we can kind of yeah. discover the, the breadcrumbs along the way. But yeah, it just kind of, it, it really hits the ground running with, Yep. hey, look, it's Destiny Islands. Mm-hmm. All right, flash forward. And <laughs> yeah, we're, dro- we're, we're dropping them off. Yeah, I guess like, yeah, it stands out to me just because, yeah, it creates like a really good mystery from the beginning of like, oh, like, you know, this game's going to really fill in a lot of blanks because it's immediately starting, you know, on Destiny Islands, a location we're familiar with. And, oh, we should mention, yep. at the very ending of the CG cutscene, we see little Babu, Sora, and Riku on the beach. So, yes. Yeah, I just think it's I think it's a good way to open this here tale. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, basically, Xehanort is condemning him to die. <laughs> die, die, die. I forget how he puts it, but he says something like, this is a good place to... For your last days, or something like that. But <laughs> this, he's he's basically discarding Ben yeah, to our knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then we get. And, uh, he almost has his vague. Uh, I don't know. I guess lifeless eyes is the best way to put it. Yeah, he, he looks like a corpse essentially. Yeah, it's 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 not looking too too good for him. But we cut into his his inner sanctimony. Um, sanctuary, I should say. Um, and yeah, they do the whole die to the heart bit where, yeah, he enters in his little marshmallow blanket, um, for some reason, Mm. and then it peels off and then he's shirtless again for some reason. (laughs) And it's it's a a shirtless Mickey callback from Kingdom Hearts Mm one, obviously. Ah, yes, of course. And yeah, basically we find out his heart's been damaged. Ah! Signified by the oh no. blank platform with a whole chunk missing. And then, oh, yep. what's this? He gets a little nameless voice offering to uh, foster his heart, essentially. Um, and he said, okay, mm-hmm. that sounds good to me. So they, they, they forge a heart alliance. And then his station is restored, and then it, like, fills in with, like, the little, you know, stained glass art. And... Yep. Yeah. Uh, I have to question why, at this point, the illustration on the pillar is Ventus in his full keyblade armor get-up, because he shouldn't have that yet. (laughs) And I, I know the game so. does yeah, have it. It does have a render of him in like his quote unquote normal clothes. I don't remember when that comes into mm-hmm. play exactly, but I just know that there's like variations yeah, could... of his chamber of awakening. Um, okay. Yeah. It just threw me off. And also, why does he have his armored shoes? Hmm. <laughs> he should just have civilian I guess shoes. I... Yeah, I guess I really didn't pay attention to yeah. what uh, he looks like. Looks like he's shirtless, but he's missing. I guess he is missing some accessories when he's in his uh, right. hot boy beach bod mode. But yeah. 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 Maybe they took his shirt off because they didn't want to render the like in-between version where it's his clothes, but mm. without the armor. I don't know. That's confusing. Maybe they do do that, actually. Yeah. I don't know. But in any case, he's he's feeling... 
on the mend, because then, in the real world, he summons his keyblade, and it shoots out a, a signal of light, which I'm not entirely sure. Are we led to believe that that's, like, leading to the land of departure? Because that don't really make sense. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's... And I, I don't even know if it comes back later on, but it, yeah. it's basically like, hey, Dad, look at me, I'm alive, yeah. type of deal. It's because Xehanort, it's, 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 it's just Xehanort. He turns around and he goes, oh, Keyblade. Mm -hmm. As if this is the first time he's yeah, seen the Keyblade. Exactly. <laughs> or like, yo, you got the Keyblade now, don't you? But. I don't know, I won't get into too much detail, but it doesn't seem like this should be a big shocker. Yeah. So. Yeah, I... Th I think... Yeah, I also had that reaction, like, wait, is this, like, a surprise to him that he has a Keyblade? But no, he should definitely know that he does. Um, yep. But, yeah. So, that's that. That's our little prologue. Um, then we cut to the... Prologue part two, where it's not really the game yet, but it's closer <laughs> to it, where, again, we get another shot very reminiscent, uh, this time Kingdom Hearts 2, but basically, mm -hmm. uh, uh, we get present-day Ventus in his room at night, and he can't sleep, because he had too much candy before bed, and now his stomach's upset. <laughs> so instead, he decides to marvel at the meteor shower, oh. and he mm. decides, hmm... Now feels like a good time for tutorial. I'd better go outside and see what this is all about. So, yes, <laughs> you finally get to play. And whew, boy, howdy! Uh, this game wastes no time reminding you that it was originally a handheld game. Because <laughs> I don't know, it just oof, feels pretty clunky to me. Especially since mm -hmm. the last game I played was Kingdom Hearts Three. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, what are what are your initial impressions once you finally get back on the sticks? Hmm. I, I think it's okay. It's, I will appreciate it. it's fairly straightforward. The game, it's, I mean, the, the, the basic tutorial, like, I guess controls tutorial is pretty straightforward. But it, it is very, it's quick, it's just very stop and go. So yeah, I feel like it's yeah. it's in little bursts. So, uh, a, th a thousand percent. I do, especially compared to one, I mean, one is the start of the series, but one's tutorial kind of makes me want to, like, bash my head in the wall just a little bit. Um, Rocks' one yeah. is just, for two, is just super prolonged. But no, I I do appreciate the, the quickness of it. So yeah, it's just yeah. a simple... Um, like, here's how to jump, here's how to lock on, it shows us our comp command deck, which we kind of got a taste for in days, but now it's kind of come back, it's much more fleshed out, as we'll kind of get into that later on, but, mm -hmm. uh, mostly straightforward. Yeah. I just mean, like, gameplay-wise, like, it certainly don't feel like a console Kingdom Hearts, like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, the movement yeah. is just too sluggish, like, you just move too slow, and, like, the camera's mm -hmm. way too zoomed in, which makes sense, because originally you'd be looking on a small screen, but it just feels, oh, like, small -ass screen. very, yeah. like, confined, slash, restricted, and, like... Definitely. That definitely it carries... It smaller in scale. Yeah, and it definitely carries over into the combat as well. 
but we'll get to that uh, when we get to our first real combat. Or actually, I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, you do a little fighting, a weird wooden training instrument, and then grab a chest, blah, blah, blah. Um, and yep. then, yeah, we meet the rest of our cast. So yeah, we got Ventus, who, as we know, looks suspiciously like Roxas. Uh, but then, Roxas, he decides to nod off, and then, oh, look, it's our Kyrie surrogate, because she wakes him up and calls him a, what is it, a hopeless sleepyhead? Yes, it's not lazy bum. Yeah, it's, it's hopeless sleepyhead so this time it's, around. It's like the thing you remember, but slightly different. And then he does the whole thing where she, like, laughs at him as he's, like, waking up, ah, and then... Didn't they, like, take it a step further where he, like, says, like, oh, that place, like, was it real or I couldn't have imagined it, could I? Which, he, yes, he what does are you talking have a, about? Um, <laughs> it, he does have a, was it all a dream? Yeah. Kind of dialogue. Um, which, uh, not super sure exactly what Ven is referencing. If it's the, if it's the prelude to him. Like waking up, like the whole Keyblade shenanigans and like right. your heart, because um, he has a very limited memory, as we'll find out very shortly. But yeah, like that's the only uh, thing that yes. makes sense. But yeah, like bro, like why would you think that's your dream? Like you've been awake for the past fifteen minutes at least, doing all this other stuff. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just an example of them trying to force a little callback when it doesn't really make sense at all. But yeah. It's Aqua, and she's the big sister, quote-unquote. Yay. Um, so, yeah, they kind of, like, do their whole little friendship spiel about, like, ah, look at all the stars. What do you think they are? Mm. And then in comes the off-scene voice of reason in the form of Terra, uh, who is our not-Riku of the game, um, who tells them it's the light That's of... It's the heart of worlds shining down upon us. Blah, 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 blah. And Venta says, I want to go someday. And then Terra says, you can't. Or no, he says, they're like you, Vin. Which doesn't really make any sense, but he pretends it does so that he looks smart. And then Vin <laughs> calls him out on it. And he says, hey, you'll understand when you're older. Uh, okay. Basically. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's our little trio. Yay. Yep. So we find out that Terra and Aqua, or the older of the group, um, have their marks of mastery exam tomorrow. So, yes. Yeah, big day. So they have their little powwow beforehand, kind of reminisce before fate has its has its uh, its plans for them. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we get. Get some decent little character building in this very short time where they are actually together, which is cute. I think it goes a little overboard as far as like, ah, do you get it? This is what the relationship is. Like when Aqua says, you two would make the weirdest brothers. Like, what does that even mean? Like, yeah, what is a weird brother, quote unquote? Um, but it's uh, cute. Every brother. Yeah, like. To say, oh, you two act like 
such annoying brothers sometimes. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, Aqua pulls out her little uh, Etsy store samplings. And, yay! We all get Wayfinders. Which are supposed to be facsimiles of one Paupu fruit. She does her whole little spiel yep. about somewhere out there, there's this tree with star-shaped fruit. And, yeah, they ask, oh, is it really supposed to keep us connected? And she says, well, I mean, I don't mean to brag, but uh, it did work a little bit of magic on it. <laughs> Which is like, mm. a little bit of magic, girl. Like, you introduced an entire mechanic in the gameplay. Like, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> but, yeah, it's their little wayfinders. It's cute. It's like their little thing. Yeah. Um, and then is so excited. He says, oh, I get one, too. Yeah, you get the green one for some reason, even though you're not really green. Um, but yeah. It ain't easy being green. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a little trio before the night is over. Um, Aqua, I forget who asked, but someone says, oh, who's up for a sparring session? It was probably Tara in hindsight. Um, I think it's Tara and Ben responds with, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, one last bit of practice before the big game. And then, yeah, at that point, you get a few more tutorials around blocking and also, um, well, theoretically command styles, but you don't have any, so I don't even know why they bothered mentioning it. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, the, the segmenting of things is kind of weird, because similar to, you get the Wayfinder and it says, D-Links will be a thing eventually, yeah. kids, and then later on, it. I feel like the tutorials could have been placed, or, you know, the, the tutorial dialogue boxes could have been placed once you actually had those items, as opposed to, here you go, kids, you can't do this yet, but give the game another ten minutes, and yeah. maybe you will. Like, so I remember, <laughs> and like, the next fight, like, trying to activate a command style, because, like, it said, like, this is the thing you'll be able to do, but I was like, oh, wait, I guess I don't actually have that yet. Um, same, I did the I did the exact same thing. Yeah. At the end of, literally, the end of the epi, we get command styles once we get yeeted out of the land of departure, mm. so... I, I did the same thing, because Aqua's got spells, so I was yes. like, oh, I'll cast Blizzard and Thunder. Maybe I'll get a command style. No. Yeah. You don't. No. Game said, no, you can't have fun yet. It's right. just the tutorial. So. You do get finishers, though, so I guess that's something. Um, but yeah. Yes! It's just a quick little one-on-one -on -one match, and this time you can choose which character you want to play as, so I guess that's cool. You get to try out all three of them. Um... Yep. And then, yeah, that's that's pretty much that. Like you said, a pretty painless tutorial overall. Get some little story details. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. From there. Fairly fairly straightforward. It oh god, it <laughs> very similarly, it mentions the command board, which <gasps> we don't get bing, access bing, bing. to until also the end of the episode. So an, yeah. uh, another hey kid, give the game ten minutes and you'll get this. But it mentions you have it mentions your command deck and says, hey, you can power them up by playing Monopoly. So uh yeah, just, like, just a heads up. I'm uh, pretty sure it tells you that before explaining like or you can just level them up by fighting. <laughs> which was like Yes. Because that's obviously then what I'm you gonna get do. access to the Yeah. And then you get access to the main menu. Or yeah. you get the access to the to the menu and then you know you go into your you do your inventory management. It's like, hey kid, hey kid, this is how you, this is also how you do it. So, mm. kind of a weird thing. Um, also, I just remembered shot locks. Oh yes, tells you what shot locks are. Those, those are new, and 
that's going to be a, a maybe I'm thinking of Shotlocks in future games, but yes, Shotlocks in the less are very interesting because they add range to your character, no matter which character you are. Yeah, so, they good. Turning it into a little uh, lock on FPS minigame esque idea. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Such so it really sucks in the beginning because it's it's so slow, and like, oh my god, yeah. yeah! I tried doing the tutorial with every character, and the other character said, "What are you doing, nerd?" and proceeded to right. smack me no matter how much distance I put between me mm-hmm. and the other one. Exactly. So yeah, so. Uh, we decide to go our separate ways, and then we have a dramatic monologue of, "That was the last night we spent together." Under the same stars. <gasps> oh, uh. oh, danger. Um, so yeah, cut to the big day. It's the mock mastery. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a sad affair because it's just Terra and Aqua hanging out and then Vin is on the side cheering them on. And then we got the master, Ericus, and then creepy old man guest. And it's like... Thanks. Creepy old man. Thanks for coming, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Ericus, he is our, our mentor figure. Voiced by one Mark Hamill. It's a real, real star-studded affair. I guess we should talk about that yes. real quick. So, yeah, you got your Mark Hamill as Ericus. So very good casting. Uh, and then similarly... Uh, and sci-fi vein is Leonard Nimoy as Xanort. R.I.P. Um, yeah. Yep. The real one. Really can't beat his voice as far as evil mastermind. Um, yeah. We, really? we get him for... Is it only... Is it three where he gets replaced? Because he does yeah. Xehanort in... Yeah. It's... it. I don't think... Xehanort, old, I should say old Xehanort, but yeah, yeah, I don't think his voice has truly been matched by uh, yes. by the preceding voice actors, and that's not to say they haven't put great work in, yeah, but definitely. Nimoy has just taken three steps beyond everybody else, yeah. so, mm. yeah, a little sad, but uh, this becomes the big Star Wars, ver- this the whole game is just Star Wars versus Star Trek, no matter what anybody tells you. Yeah. <laughs> um... And then, yeah, even with the main trio, there's uh, some some talent. Obviously, Jesse McCartney yes. back as Ventus, but I do I do have to applaud him for playing Ventus so different from Roxas. Like you can definitely tell they're different characters just by definitely. you know mm-hmm. his affect and like his attitude and the way he enunciates and he just has more lively spirit about him, um, which I think some people will find annoying actually, but screw them um and then aqua i don't remember the actress's name but willa holland yes homegirl who yes. for any of my angsty uh cw folks played um mm-hmm. what's her face in arrow uh the little sister Forget her name. Uh, she pl- it's been a while since uh, I watched. She's, she's speedy for a bit. Uh, Thea. Thea, there we go. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I watched like the first couple seasons of that show, and then I like put two and together, and I was like, wait a minute. Um, but yeah, sounds same. pretty... I mean, obviously it's the same once you realize it, but yeah, she sounds different, because 
in that show, she's like the younger sister, so like she's more youthful. Uh, but here, you know, yeah. she's more mm-hmm. measured and dare I say <gasps> stoic. Um, yeah, I think she does a great job. Again, another I think point of contention where some people hate her voice, but again, they can screw right off. Um, and then <laughs> Tara, honestly, I don't remember. Is it Matt Lautner? Or am I thinking of someone? It completely is. It different? is Yes. It, it, it is yes. not. It is. It is not. Uh, oh, okay. One, I thought you said I was right. <laughs> no. <laughs> is Matt Lautner even the a, opposite pe- a of person? Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, a little-known actor by the name of Jason Doring. So, very funny. Uh, also, another CW shout-out, because the only thing... Uh, he has an extensive like filmography and television uh, portfolio, but uh, also in very similar CW fashion... I am on the last season, finally, of watching iZombie, which is a DC adjacent show, and he plays a like the big baddie for about a season and a half. Okay. So, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is his only uh, voice acting bit, but Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Him, eh, not so much. I think Tara's pretty flat. Um so yeah Tara's incredibly straightforward yeah. there's not a lot of when there's emotion there's emotion but most of the time he's just it's a very narrow performance nonetheless and yeah i think it only gets better in the later games luckily but yeah. it is it's a it's a little hard going back to original Tara, who's just kind of very plainish yeah. so help me understand master xehanort what is it that i failed to learn uh anyway <laughs> so impeccable Impeccable replication. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the big market master exam, and our special guest, Master Xehanort, is here to watch you kids succeed. So don't mess this up. Don't embarrass me in front of the other master. I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God, Tara. If you, if I even sniff out one ounce of darkness on you, you are going to be grounded for a month. <clears throat> Anyways, where were we? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the exciting market master exam where... First, there's going to be a physical challenge, and then round two is a one-on-one duel. So, have fun, kids. Yep. Um, yeah, no. So, the the meme of this episode is the, the, the grand spectacle of the master exam. <laughs> Fight the balls of light. <laughs> Hit those orbs, kids! Oh, yay. yeah. It's not even like a, a Smash Bros. like hit the targets, like, stage. It's just like, yeah, I'm gonna make balls of light, they're gonna bounce around. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's literally it, so, it's, and once we see the other Mark of Mastery exams that other yeah. characters go through later in the series, this looks like small peanuts. Yeah, it's so, like, what Again, what the I, hell I guess power here? scaling, but yeah, it, it, it feels very small time. It, it, it is very, I mean, we're still in the prologue, we're leading up to the game, but definitely in retrospective, feels very minor all things considered so yeah yeah um so oh something's gone wrong xehanort does his little jiggly fingers and oh no one of the balls is given into darkness apparently so there's now a dark ball and oh no they're going to haywire so (laughs) this wasn't part of the test Okay, um, and then they start going out to Vitus, ah, but don't worry, he can handle himself, so, ah, uh, basically, 
just a way for you to be able to play this segment or whatever character you choose. But yeah, yep. it's quote unquote a party fight because you do have the other two characters fighting alongside you. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is this is embarrassing, honestly. Like you're fighting the balls. Usually they're just running away from you, so you have to track them down. It's really annoying. The one attack they do have is just like a weird AOE where they just shoot out these little pillars of lights and you can't really touch them. Mm. So it's just really annoying. You just have to sit there and wait or just brute force it. But yeah, so far from the combat, it's really annoying how I I feel like half of my attacks just don't land. And again, these are just (laughs) annoying targets because they're always moving. But like... Specifically with your commands, so right now we have, like, Sliding Dash, Quick Blitz, Strike Raid, um, yeah. and Aqua's got, like, Thunder and Blizzard. Like, I feel like all of them are just shit as far as, like, <laughs> accuracy and, like, overly drawn-out animations and, like, range. Like, it's just, like, they're kind of useless, at least in this fight. Like yeah, a, 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 th- a thousand percent for this fight. A thousand, yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 the that's the mood right there. Yeah, it's just so. not a great first impression. Um, Trey, unfortunate. Yeah, it. Uh, I've only done like one combat after after this, so no yeah. no big like comparison. But yes, your your commands feel like uh like dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> against these like, like incredibly nimble enemies. So yeah, um, yeah. And they just bounce around the room. So, I mean, they are not attacking you. They are just bouncing around. And every so often, they'll decide to do their little AoE zap. So, yep. I, I guess from one perspective, it could be familiarize yourself with the movement because you need to dodge roll and move just only just to just to close the gap between you and the Orbeez. But on the other hand, it does have some very feels-bad moments. So, it's, yeah. it, it, it's such a double-edged sword at the end of the day. Yep. For sure. So once we complete that quote-unquote challenge, uh, yay, we get a new command style, which, is it? Is it Firestorm for everyone? I don't remember. Or is it something else? Uh, it is, yeah, it's different per person. Okay. So Terra gets critical impact. Oh, then it's like gets their signature styles. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, it's all their signature ones. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And then Aqua gets Spellweaver. So it's all their, their default command styles, which we should have had access to already. Yeah. But the game said, nah, you get it now. Yep. So. For some reason. Big shrug. So. Exactly. And <clears throat> Now that that's over with, we get some more story, which is, yeah, pretty much the rest of this episode, because there's not a whole lot of gameplay in this section. But. Yeah, it's time for the spar. Oh, it's so exciting. They're so evenly matched, but <gasps> what's this? Terror. Something is holding him back. He can't, he can't fight anymore. Ah, oh, darkness. Uh, yeah. And then Erica's. <laughs> just a smidge of darkness. Yeah, just a little, little helping of darkness for this here fight. Don't mind if I do. Um, mm. and then Ericus realizes, oh, I, I, I left the stove on, apparently, because he just rushes the ending. He's like, okay, uh, Aqua, you're master, uh, Terra, you're, you're, you're a sucker for darkness. I, I can never love you. <laughs> Leave my sight. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, so, we have one failure. It's, it sounds bad, but he literally did fail. I'm like, damn it, Terra. Yeah, it's very but, blunt. Yes, that- He's like, only one of you will be master. Aqua, it's you. Terra, you fell to yeah. the darkness. 
He literally says, like, yeah, you've given into the darkness. And then later, we one, it was a smidge. Two, later, Ericus is like, out of all the pupils, you're still my favorite. So get your <laughs> crap together, kid. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... So, it's, <sighs> the whole Terra darkness thing is, at least at this point, I guess they build on it later. But it's just like, literally, where did this come from? And like, yeah, Erica says to him, like, but your hunger for power is too much. And it's like, what, what are yeah. you talking about? He's he's shown just as much, you know, ambition for power as Aqua has. Like, he's done nothing different except for yeah. apparently the darkness affected him more. I don't know. Like, there's nothing uh, yeah. in his character that would say, like, I'm prone to darkness. And, like, I guess Riku was kind exactly. of the same way in KH1, but, eh. Yes. Eh. Similarly enough, it, I mean, he's meant to be the Riku adjacency. But, yeah, it's it's a very small amount of, like, literally, his, like, forearm has, like, a smidge of darkness for a sec. He immediately kind of dispels it. Yeah. They go about the duel. So, I feel like... Again, the consequence needs to match the action, so I think Ericus should like slap him on the wrist, not chastise him. Yeah. Or, or this needs to be like more blown out of proportion, where he's like, okay, obviously you still have, or you know, there. I think there should be a little more darkness to be like you're still like not completely in control. And right. You need to get your crap together, kid. Yeah. But this it, it it doesn't align too well, unfortunately. Yeah, like there just needs to be something there. To, like, show that this is actually someone, like, susceptible to the darkness. Like, show him, like, being jealous of Aqua. Or, like, you know, going too far. Like, maybe he, like, breaks one of the, like, training equipment pieces or something. I don't know. But, like, now it's yeah. just, like, we're just kind of supposed to take it at face value. Like, oh, okay. He's the dark brooding exactly. one. But... And I guess... PSP game limitations to some degree, but I don't know. There's there's not a lot of justification for this, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. At this point, um, our three characters split off. Um, so, uh, in order of like chronology, I guess it makes sense to talk about Terra's bit first. So, yep. he gets his little slap on the wrist. Ow! And then he goes off to brood, um, and then Xehanort senses his his time to pounce and tells him, oh, darkness isn't so bad, you know, you should give it a try. Basically. It cannot be destroyed, <laughs> it can only be channeled. So, he starts whispering sweet nothings in his ear, and it's just like, uh, like, this game is like, not even trying to hide how desperately it wants to be Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally uh, a, a little bit. Yeah. It, it's just it's it's out it's out there. <laughs> I mean, Xehanort looks evil. We 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 understand that he's evil kind of from the get go. But there's there's no subtlety to it. There's just like yeah. hey. Hey, darkness, kid. Well, I guess it feels very opposite because Erica's just like, no, no darkness. And then Xehanort's like, yo, 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 but the cool kids, mm -hmm. they use a little darkness. So it's kind of, again, kind of like, uh, not, not not polarizing, but a little kind of equal opposites. Uh, and also right before this, uh, Xehanort has a little aside with his yes. uh, little gimped up sidekick yeah, as well. Which, <sighs> we'll get to when we get to it, but he's basically... Yep. 
he's his his little get up is very similar to Dark Riku in Cage One. Um, so I'll just put a pin in that there. But yeah, as of now, we yeah, don't I... know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they like talk about um, someone's got a or. See, this is <laughs> this is the fun of this game because it's so much crisscross with the timeline. So even before that, I guess we'll just get into it. Ventus is seeing he's he's hanging out in his bedroom playing with his pogs, um, and then <laughs> uh, Dark Boy shows up and makes fun of him for being a weenie. And Ventus says, "No, you're the weenie. My 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 friend Terra is gonna beat you up." And then the other kid says, mm-hmm. mm, not if the darkness beats him up first. <laughs> and then he just kind of kind of <laughs> runs off. And it's like, well, who the heck was that? What's he doing in my room? <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. It's, um, yeah, Tara goes, to, you know, Xehanort talks to Tara. I, uh, Aquas, because Ericus is like, you're now privy to certain knowledge. Yes. You can use these encyclopedias before he's interrupted. Yeah, um, he like by a... before they like <laughs> split. Yeah, like Ericus mentions Aqua as our new master. You were entitled to certain um, knowledge. Also, uh, you get ten percent off discounts at all uh, retail partnering stores. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I was about to say, you get an hour break for lunch yeah, instead of like, thirty minutes now, young lady. <laughs> here's your master benefits package. Don't get too excited. But yeah, he like says, oh, you get the knowledge. But then, because I played her last, when you get to her cutscene, he doesn't yep. really tell her anything at all. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he starts before he's before he, before yeah. he's interrupted. Because, uh, yeah, it's, it's Tara walks out, hears the bell. The school bell rings, so he comes back in. Mm-hmm. Aqua's there when it goes off. And then Ven hears it, and then is confronted by... Xehanort's sidekick, so okay, he's not right. a part of this. Yes, so that's uh, a Zoom call with Yen Sid. Yes, so the bedroom scene was after Xehanort consorts, but yeah, he asks. Yeah, yeah. He asks his little sidekick, "What do you think of Ventus?" And he says, "Someone's got to break that loser in. Not here, you won't. Yep. I've got appearances <laughs> to keep up. So basically, they're they're, sh- they're just shady. They're do up to you, no good. Do you, Xehanort?" Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah, I guess my question is, like, was Xehanort directly interfere? Like, did Xehanort plant the darkness in Terra, or was that Terra's own darkness? Was it a little bit of both? I don't know. I've, yeah, it's, it's pretty up in the air, because he does the finger wiggles to make the orbs yeah. affected, but... Right. Terra's kind of happens naturally, so... Yeah. It could, it could be a little bit of both, yeah. but... But in any case, he yeets out, so, like, this whole sequence of events is just so rapid-paced that it honestly doesn't even make sense. So, yeah, they split up, Ventus goes to his room, Terra goes out in the front yard and has his little conversation with Zadort. Aqua stays behind to get the instructions, but then pretty much immediately Yin Sid calls him on the magical crystal thing. Um, <laughs> and then apparently the world rings the bell itself. Like I thought Ericus did it, but like, I forget yeah, the dialogue, it's... but he like suggests like, 
He's like also surprised that the bell's ringing. It's weird. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's it wasn't him. He hears the bell ringing, goes to have his magical conversation right. behind the chair yeah. with Yen Sid and Terra's like, "What the hell's going on?" Aqua's like, "I don't know. The, the bell just rang and I'm right here already." So, uh yeah, it's it's presumably Yeah, like- that, that's just Yen Sid's ringtone. For for Ericus's ringtone for Gen mm-hmm. is holy shit, holy shit, fuck Quasimodo bell ringing going off, ding dong, like, ding dong. This so. couldn't have all been like more than ten minutes, <laughs> as far as like no, all this happening at once. <laughs> um, but oh no, I've my repeated efforts to reach Master Zaynort have failed. What's, he was right here. What do you mean? He left two minutes ago. Yeah, go get he, him. He's out of cell range already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it's, a little, yeah, it's little quite suspicious. But yeah, he's like immediately fleed the scene. Um, so I guess I'll have to ask you two chumps to help instead. So basically, we have an good authority from Yensid, who is no longer a master, but keeps a tides or keeps check on the tides of light and darkness. Um, yep. that there's a threat to the princesses of heart, which that's a term we haven't heard in a while. Yeah, <laughs> and also one I'm not even sure we should know about currently. Eh? Question mark. Um. Yeah. But yeah, he says like there's a new threat to the world, one beyond like the normal darkness. Which again, like. What is this threat of darkness that you would otherwise be talking about? Because the Heartless aren't a thing yet. <laughs> Correct. Or I guess they are a thing, but we don't really... We haven't seen them in the in the regular world, in the realms of light. They're, yeah. They're, that's, that's terminology. Yeah. Maybe, like, Ericus and Yin said would know about them, but yeah, it's it's just all getting extremely dicey. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's kind of weird when we don't know what the current state of, like, darkness is. Like, there are no little gobbos run, running around right. right now. Yeah, exactly. But, like, the way he talks about it, he says, Creatures made from fledgling emotions, which, again, like, how the hell does Yensen know all this? But whatever. The way he talks about <laughs> it suggests, like, these are an alternative to the current forces of darkness, which, what are those? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just weird. But, like... Really, it's just a way to tell the player, hey, here's the new enemies for the game. It's not the Heartless. Um, so, yeah. Yep. They're out here messing up worlds, and it's up to Terra and Aqua to go out and kill them all, I guess. Not really a good plan. Like, don't really know what you want us to do here, but I guess we'll exterminate, try. Exterminate, exterminate. Yeah, it's just go out, <laughs> beat up the Unversed, and try. So you see if you can find Master Xehanort, basically. Right, right. They asked them to find him specifically, which... Uh, read the room, Ericus. You probably don't want to send your um, darkness prone Dark. pupil, who's in, like, probably a very volatile state right now, to the very shady Keyblade Master, who may... Who you have in your past... Uh, mild spoilers for, you know, this game that we're talking about. But you know he has a thing for darkness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, go go find him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Uh, I guess the justification is that Ericus follows us up with Terra. This could be your second chance at a, your mark of mastery. Mm-hmm. So like, 
put some, put put some effort into it, Sonny. Yeah. And this is the part where he says, like, you're like a son to me. So, like, again, like, I'd love to make you a master, but you truly have to prove yourself. And now, now is your time. Yep. This is this is your boss giving you a project of being like, I think if you do if you do this fairly well, there's yeah. there's high hopes for you in the future. So like <laughs> again, don't screw it up. <laughs> exactly. And screw it up he shall. But we'll we'll get to that actually pretty soon, because yeah, he like pretty much immediately messes up. Um <laughs> but Yep, yep, there's dabbling. Yeah. We uh <laughs> then get our little exit cutscenes, so so Tara decides, all right, put me in coach, and he immediately goes out, activates Keyblade armor. Ooh, how shiny. Ooh. Oh, Ericus mentions, I've opened the lanes between whatever those are, but yes! it's the, the new way to get to new worlds in this game. Ex- yeah, I guess they're, they're open because the Heartless exists in... The other games, like the orc uses the corridors instead of space travel. But yeah, it's just a way to say, kids, you can run around in space, go have fun. Yeah. And uh, specifically through your <laughs> awkward keyblade transforming vehicles. Uh, oof. Keyblade gliders. Uh, I love them so much. Ugh. I mean... They're so awkward. <laughs> I love them. I guess they established this is a thing in Kingdom Hearts 2 because Lingering Will... Wait, is it Lingering Will or Lingering Sentiment? What am I thinking of? Uh, lingering Will. Lingering Will is Terra's yeah. uh, armor, yeah. Who's Lingering Sentiment? Mm. Hmm. Mm. Question for another day. Um, But yeah, he uses the Keyblade Garden in the fight. So, like, I guess it's been established, but it's... I just think it's so dorky, um, especially because they're <laughs> such weird, like, they're so drastically different from each other. Um, but yeah, Terrace... Yeah, it, it reminds me of Lingering Will has his big, like, Megaton cannon attack in um, mm-hmm. in two final mix. And and I guess he also, he whip it real good, like, it has a, like, a Keyblade do everything, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I guess kind of starts here and gets established in the... In the other games, when we get into, like, yeah. slow motion, we get into other, the, like, combat bits of three, so... Uh, just, like, a sudden change in kind of what we understand Keyblades can do. Yeah, it's so. just... It was just a big jump from, like, where we've been. It's like, wait, this thing can change into a rocket ship? Wait, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Sora looking at Kingdom Key, he's like, I've had a car this entire right. time! Exactly. Um, so, yeah, Terra's all gung-ho, but Ventus doesn't want him to go. No, you can't leave me! I hate Aqua, she sucks! Um, <laughs> and Terra tells him, you'll be okay. And basically that's it. And then he he also flees the scene. But then Ventus decides, actually, I won't be okay. I'm not gonna stay here. So then he Keyblade armors up too. Oh! No! And then he flies off to the sunset, except he's got, like, a weird surfboard thing. Um, yeah! And then this really freaks out Ericus. He says, no! You can't let him go! And then Aquas decides, she's gonna Keyblade armor up too! Ah! <laughs> tells her, you must get her back. Or get him back. Um, yeah. And he's, like, it's, very... It's- Urgent, which we'll find out later why it's imperative to keep Ventus here in his little timeout zone. 
Yeah, exactly. And oh, oh um, when Terra kind of runs off immediately to, to to hold Aqua back so she can have this moment, Ericus in Aqua's story does confide in her that like, yes, Terra might give into the darkness, so keep an eye on him. And Aqua's like, yo, 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 he's my friend. He's gonna be fine. But it it is very funny being like, all right, you two get the hell out of here. Uh, like Terra leaves, Ven leaves, and Ericus is like, crap, Aqua. Uh, here's an optional object. No, here's your priority now. Get Venta back. Get get Ventus back here right now. God damn it. Yeah, basically, like it's up to Aqua to fix everything. So that's pretty much her defining characteristic throughout Mom. the whole series. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that is that's our setup. So yeah, she also disappears into the void between, and then yeah, from there. I guess we should have said way earlier, after the tutorial, you get to choose your character. Um, yes. So, the way the game explains it is Terra is the strong one, the Vin is the fast one, Aqua is the magic one, but eh, I think that's basically bullshit, honestly. Like, they all play relatively similar. <laughs> um, yeah. Except- it's not, they're not drastically different, at the very least. So you're going to get the same kind of experience playing all of them. Right. But, like, Ven, Ven feels the most like Sora, like, in terms of, like, movement. Terra's a little slower. Mr. Parachute Pants. Yep. He's a little stronger. And Aqua has, like, a mild affinity for magic. So yeah. they kind of have their own play styles. Doesn't matter, you're going to play as all of them either way. Yeah, so exactly. Have fun with that. And then they're, I think, uh, and correct if I'm wrong, like, uh, essentially... Terra's supposed to be kind of the easy campaign, Ven's kind of the medium, and Aqua's kind of going to be the hardest difficulty, essentially. Yeah, but again, like, I okay. I don't think there's really much difference between them, so I say start with whoever you think is the coolest, which is what I did yeah. my first playthrough. I played as Ven. Um, but yeah, from here on out, you... Well, at this point, but it's since it's the same fight for each of them, now, from here on out, it's like their campaign's proper, where you'll go yes. and explore the worlds. Um, and yeah, that's the rest of the game. So, at this point, uh, we are at a crossroads. So, before we start recording this episode, we had a lot of back and forth about how the hell are we supposed to make a podcast about this. <laughs> um... It was much easier. I literally have, like, red string theory whiteboard yeah. being like, how the hell do we want to do this? <laughs> it was pretty intense. Uh, but we decided at the end, we're going to go world by world. So, pretty much like, you know, previous seasons, each episode will be one world. Yeah. We'll just cover all three campaigns within that world. Um... And yeah, we'll go from there. So we'll kind of do it chronologically as far as who visits them first. Um, yep. Just to kind of give some sort of semblance of a linear story. Um, but yeah, we decided that because at this point they all three have their... They can only go to one unique world to begin with. Um, so we had to do all mm-hmm. those. But the episode or the world we're going to cover next episode is... <gasps> dwarf woodlands oh and the reason for that <laughs> is because one I, I i just feel like i feel like eh, we'll get into it more when we actually cover it but i just feel like thematically that makes more sense as the first world um of the game but also 
uh, mm-hmm. Snow White was the very first Disney animated feature film. And guess yes. what's coming back next week? Disney Corner! Yeah, we get to talk about the movies again, because they finally made oh a world based on a new movie. <laughs> Except that's is, not a movie. Please, please. It's a really old movie. Please. <laughs> oh, God. Please don't tell me 1982's Tron is the last Disney corner we had. Is uh, that it? Probably, honestly. Yeah. Oh, crap and a half. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, I hate everything now. For those of you following along, make sure to watch Snow White, which honestly, I'm like weirdly excited about because I loved that movie as a kid. Um,. Haven't seen it in, like, at least a decade, because I remember I watched it once randomly on ABC Family. Um, yep. But yeah, stay tuned for that. That'll be pretty fun. Um, but yeah, Birth by Sleep, whole new season. We're looking forward to it. going to be lots more to talk about. We're only just barely scratching the surface. Yep. But again, we just kind of wanted to ease into it. But yeah. Next week, we'll really hit our stride with the new season's format. But, um, yeah, before we go, uh, yeah, I mentioned uh, we got a couple emails over our extended break. So I figured, um, yeah, we could just kind of read through those because we really appreciate um, our listeners. Because we love you. Out. So, because we love you like Terra loves darkness. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if you want to email too, uh, maybe we can you know, make this an ongoing segment. You can email us at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find that yeah. in the description. Uh, but yeah, let us know, you know, what you think of Birth by Sleep and, you know, your history with it like did you play it when it came out did you play it in 1.5 did you play it in 2.5 did you play it in 1.5 plus 2.5 did you never play it did you pirate it we want to know um then yeah <laughs> which who's who's your favorite of the wayfinder trio let us know but yeah let's see jumping into our previous email. So, we have one here from Jinx titled Bromper Appreciation. So, I won't I won't read the whole thing <laughs> just cuz I didn't I didn't actually ask Jinx if we could do this, but just to to give an idea. Um basically, uh they had really nice things to say, so that's very sweet. Um and yeah, they signaled, they signed off that Sora is a fashion icon, which <laughs> questionable specifically the bromper era um i mean (laughs) he did set a trend um iconic yeah i don't know i don't know i mean he is fashionable because he does change outfits a lot um sometimes he changes into outfits that we never even get to see in the games uh but yeah what's yeah yeah i don't know what's the I, I still can't decide what my favorite Sora outfit is between two mm. and pos probably three. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. Hmm. Like, if I play as him in Smash, which doesn't happen too often, but like for me, it's like really tough deciding which alt I want to use because they all look pretty good. 
but yeah. Yep. He's got an outfit for every day of the week. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, it's a good question. I think I think two might just be my more iconic. Yeah. Look, the, my, more like the most iconic look in my mind, personally. So I think it's my favorite. I also um I get not really a spoiler actually, but they did the they did a lot of promotional images for the Kingdom Hearts fashion collab that came out in Japan. <laughs> I want to say 2020, because it was about a year after three. So I kind of, I mean, they're meant to be closer to real world fits, so it's kind of cheating, but they all look snazzy at the ver- to say the very least. Um, and I'm I'm very excited for Cage Four. Again, it's uh, it's a little more realistic, but I do like Sora's. It feels like the best of both worlds. It feels like a combination of his past outfits with a bit of realism thrown in. Well, I so think he's. I'll be excited. He's probably gonna get a completely new outfit beyond that because that's mm. just his cage three outfit but quadratified oh yep that's true but it do well, look good yeah. so far i do agree so yeah thanks so much for writing in jinx sorry for the late response um they wrote this um when they wrote this they were on episode two so hopefully you're all caught up now and hopefully uh you've enjoyed the rest just as much as you did the first episode and yeah, thanks so much for writing and listening in. And our other email was from Norvax. Norvax. Um, again, I'll just kind of summarize here. Lots of really nice, thoughtful compliments. Um, they are also pretty much going through the entire series. So platinumed KH1, mm. finish, finished recom, nearly done with 100% critical run on 2FM, and then BBS is next. So yeah, Hell this yeah. should all be very fresh content for you in that regard. Um, but yeah, hopefully you also enjoy the rest of the seasons. It sounds like, looks like they had not started two or days yet, so again, hopefully, hopefully my takes weren't too steamy for you. <laughs> Especially, <laughs> I feel like I got a little, little too harsh on days. Maybe some people didn't like that, but oh well. <laughs> um, and then they said, "P.S. You guys wouldn't happen to have a Discord for the podcast, would you?" Hmm. Now, there's an interesting question. Um, it's true. I personally don't know how to go about that, but it's <laughs> it's a possibility if more people are interested. So, oh yeah, thousand we'll, percent. We'll have to steal on that, but yeah, that that could be pretty fun to get um get our uh hmm I don't know what our community would be called our by harders <laughs> our bhs our bh our kb. I'm trying to think of like BHK. We've got the initials, but they're not in the right order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll st- that's that's the main blocker for now. When, I, when we get the name, we'll workshop then it. we can get the Discord. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for the thanks for the suggestion. Well, yeah, we'll think on that. No, oh, definitely. Um, and yeah, for everyone else listening, yeah, uh, one, reach out and let us know what you think of. Uh, the BBS season thus far. And yeah, let us know if you'd be interested in something like that, because I think it could be cool, but also I'm shy, so I don't know if I'd be too much of a chatty Kathy. I'd probably be more of a of a creeper, just stalking other people, having fun. Kev um, lurking, Kev lurking. Yeah, am I, am I selling this whole Discord idea? 
for you? Doesn't it sound great? Yeah, totally. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. Keep it up. Uh, no, if we did that, I would I would be an active participant, and I would have fun chatting <laughs> with all of our listeners, because you are the best around. Um, yeah. That's 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 pretty much it. So again, thank you both yep. for writing in, and yeah, we hope to hear more from our other listeners. And yeah, aside from emailing us, uh, a few other things you can do. Which whew, let me let me dust off the old dog and see if I remember the closing spiel. Um, you can rate <laughs> and review on Spotify or your podcast platform of choice. Um, yes. You can subscribe if you have not already, which I feel like you would be if you're 72 episodes in at this point. Uh, oh boy. Much bliss. Thanks. Can't believe it. Um, <laughs> and you can also tell a friend who likes Kingdom Hearts and Discord and Kingdom Hearts Discords. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that's, that is that, Mrs. That's that. So. Ugh, mm-hmm. I just—it's good to be back. This one just hits different. I don't know. Maybe it was a longer break from last time, but maybe it's because we're playing a game I've actually enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a good feeling about this one. It's gonna be a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, next week is when we really get in the thick of it, where we actually talk about yep. the gameplay bits. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. And yeah, any any other closing thoughts for the dear listeners? Any wise words of wisdom? Wise words of wisdom? That's redundant. I could have just said wise words. <laughs> uh, sometimes the words have to be wise, but also full of wisdom. So, you know, um, I, w- I would say nothing too prolific, but... Uh, it just happy to be back in the saddle is all, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. I... I don't know. I'm just brainstorming, like... Because we started in 2021? January? No. Yes? No. Yes? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? It's been... So we're ca- oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, it's been two years! <laughs> <laughs> oh wait when did we post the first episode uh first epi was i'm checking it right now because i i kind of got inkling we recorded this is in we january to. but i don't remember when we, we recorded posted. in january i am uh, yeah, checking when our first post actually was it was yeah it was the end of january it was january 29 oh of 21 gosh i can't believe i missed our anniversary <laughs> how dare you oh looks like i'm in the doghouse <laughs> uh yeah that's crazy um yeah two whole years so if you've been yeah who would have thunk if you stuck around that long that's that's amazing we really appreciate it um yeah shout out to the real ones if you've if you've been listening since day one please email us and let us know and we'll we'll give you a shout out next episode um yeah so yeah like i was saying i'm trying to think how much how far can we get in 20 23 um because this one might be slightly shorter than we've got that we got recoded which should be much shorter probably like com length um oh definitely yeah it's gonna be a fairly short one i mean 
BB, I'm curious how long BBS actually will be because in terms of worlds, there's uh, what there's there's about like eight there's, or nine, perhaps ten, eight. Well, yeah, like ten total. I guess eleven if you count, count Mirage Arena. Um, yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's. I think it'll be an interesting, interesting season. It'll be decent, nonetheless. Yeah, it'll be a decent. Yeah, chunk. I think so. And then Dream Drop Distance, that's going to be messy. Um, probably about oh, the same length yeah. as BBS, I would say. Maybe a little shorter. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, I'll say, yeah. I'm just, maybe next year we'll finally get to the titular three just in time for <laughs> its fifth anniversary. Oof. Yeah. That's good timing. Okay, that's our goal. All right, you hear you had it here, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's all the caterwauling I've got for one evening. I've not even had dinner yet, and so I'm going to go do that now. <laughs> all right. Um, what was our sign-off thing we did? Kingdom Hearts by Heart. You, you, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. No, that's not it. Uh, a bird <laughs> in the hands with two, two in the bush. No, no, that, 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 that's, that's also not it. It was, um, um, okay. I'm like, I'm like actually blanking here. This is no longer a bit. Oh no! It's to the gummy ship. Gummy, oh, gummy ship. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just. Uh, but we got no gummy ship. We'll just edit that out. We got no gummy ship this um, season. Oh no. Yeah, to the the Keyblade jet ski and away. <laughs> bye, everyone. Bye. See you next time.